Movie sequels aren't always evil. Sometimes they're good. Let's talk about it. We'll dig around it and find just why you should. Give it a try. Give it a buy. Give it a review from one to five. Let's find out what sequels to see. Repeat or repeat. Pet Cemetery came out in 1989. It spawned one sequel and one remake. Pet Cemetery 2. 1992 and the Pet Cemetery remake in 2019. All these films are rated R. Today, I'm joined with my guest, Rocky Smithers, as we decide if Dead is really better or if this movie franchise should have really been left dead as we figure out what the best Pet Cemetery film is. Today, on Reheat or Repeat. All right, this week I'm joined by my guest, Rocky Smithers. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my friend that is closest into the horror movies as I am, I bridge a lot of films, but my horror film friend is Rocky Smithers. Yeah, that's me. That's all, that's all we talk about. <laughs> yeah, we, it is. It's like our thing because yeah. none of my other friends like it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about which pet cemetery film is the best. These films are weird. They're interesting. They go a lot of weird directions, and so it should be interesting. Originally, we were going to do I Know What You Did Last Summer, but they're really hard to get a hold of, and I like to buy things physically, and in retrospect, these are probably a lot more fun. Yeah, they're a lot more interesting, Yeah, I'd say. What is your opening thoughts about, well, before we get into that, let's go over the format for anybody new. So, we're going to talk about these movies, and we're going to rank them on today a set of three categories, because these movies, while they're complicated, are kind of simple. The three categories we're discussing today are story, the characters, and the overall, I guess we'll call it like the overall cemetery impact, or the power of the cemetery. You'll see what that means come later. Basically, what impact does the reanimated corpses play in this film? Because that's a huge thing to the story. And we're actually today going to do something a little different. we got three categories, but we're going to add a bonus category. That bonus category is going to be how good is the animal? Now, each Pet Cemetery movie has an animal that is like the central focus, the test subject of the cemetery. Some of them are good and some of them aren't, so we're going to discuss that. I thought Rocky thought this would be a fun idea. I think it's, a, I think it's clever. That means each film is going to be scored out of 35 today. All right. What's your opening thoughts about this series, Mr. Rock? I think they are very fun movies. You, you go into them... I mean, it's a movie about, like, de- not demon pets, but... No, de- kind of. Zombie pets. You're not expecting, like, anything too serious, but you're, you're thinking you're going to have a fun time, and they, they all bring that, I'd say. I agree 100%. I think that, <laughs> man, that first pet cemetery is not fun to watch. It, it really makes me sad. Yeah, all of the movies are pretty emotional, though. Even the weird stuff in the second one is like, yeah. you still kind of feel weird. Like, you don't turn off and you're like, man, I feel great. You're kind of like, I'm going to go watch Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, you, you need something to perk yourself back up. That's true. After watching a family be completely and utterly destroyed by the power of the greed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. So we're going to get into Pet Cemetery 1, the first film on our list, 1989. 
based on a book Stephen King literally thought was so morbid and so sad, he didn't release it for like a long time. He also said that it's one of the only books he's written that's actually scared him. So And that's interesting given kind of, you know, he's written some stuff that's pretty terrifying. And a lot. <laughs> yeah. He's written a lot of stuff about like grisly murders and like weird things. So like for Pet Cemetery to be the one that kinda because I feel like Pet Cemetery isn't considered like one of the greats of the horror films. People yeah. kinda like it. Yeah, there there's parts that are scary, but it, it's more of a it's more enjoyable than most scary things. If that I, makes sense. I would agree. It sets a tone. Yeah. So let's get into that tone and first talk about the story of this movie. Okay. What are your opening thoughts about this story? It. it I'm not sure. Like it. It's. It's a crazy idea that works so well, especially in the late 80s that's my problem with the remake it doesn't work that well now yeah like one thing that I think works so well in Pet Cemetery, which we'll get to is the fact that there's this whole weird side plot where a kid like dies in front of like the dad because he's a doctor and like he's he's kind of like a goofy sidekick like he's like driving a car and like or he's like in the passenger seat like kind of helping the whole family through the story yeah, and that, they barely touch on it in the remake. Yeah, that's it. It's very, it's an important part of the story, I think, and he's almost forgotten about. And that it, character is literally on the poster, like he's on the original Pet Cemetery poster. Yeah, he, like he plays. A, he, he like guides the story a little bit too, lets you know what's mm-hmm. happening in some parts. It's also like weird for a ghost character in like a movie like that to not be like you let me die he's kind of like yeah, you he, helped me and I'm not a bad guy yeah. I'm actually nice that, that's something I like how there's kind of like three there's one main story and then two extra smaller stories I think that's pretty cool and they all tie together well um you know the basic story of Pet Cemetery. you've got Lewis and his family they move out to Maine they've got a daughter who's like what six seven Eight. I don't know. Engage, <laughs> She's Gage, a little kid. Who's like two. Yeah, he's like two or three. Two or three. Gage is, in my opinion, probably the cutest kid in the film. Yeah, he he's awesome, especially in the remake. I do like him a lot in that. Gage is just man in that original when he's like, "I love you, Daddy," on the phone. I'm like, "Stop! It's too much." Yeah, I, that's one thing. He, I, I like him because he's from uh, from New Nightmare. So. You do love New Nightmare. Any Freddy, and that that kind of wins for me. <laughs> yeah, anybody that was in that franchise, you're like, I love them. Exactly, yeah. So, basically, this is a movie that the only, which I'll get into this with the remake as a complaint, but the only driving force of evil in this movie, and the overall lesson, like I love to dissect horror movies, because I ultimately believe that even... People that argue, well, horror movies are just senseless nonsense. Horror movies always have a lesson to drag out. There's our, always a moral. They always have a moral. Even Friday the 13th has morals to drag out of. Yeah. Like, every every movie like that has morals. And the Pet Cemetery one is that you can't, once somebody dies or once a certain event in life happens, you can't relish over that and you can't let that become your whole life or it will ultimately destroy you. And that's, yeah, that's exactly what happens. That's, yeah, that's exactly what happens. Like, you know, if an accident happens where somebody dies, you can't spend the rest of your life 
thinking about that only. You have to continue to live your life and not relish in the past. That is... Yeah, you, you can't just dwell and sulk over something. This it, movie takes that in a weird direction. Yeah, but it it's, it still tries to teach you that. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, to sum it up quick, you know, Lewis and his family go to Maine. There's a big road that's got trucks. Trucks run by that road all the time. It's, it's heavily foreshadowed. You watch the first five minutes, you know what's going to happen. You see like nine trucks. Even even in, I can't remember, I think it's the first one, like Gage is pushing a toy truck and it runs into something and he goes, uh-oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I, I have an idea. You're like, huh, is this movie trying to tell me something? Yeah, it, it's, it's very like, heavily exactly foreshadowed. you watching a Christopher Nolan movie, like trying to figure it all out. It's, yeah, it, it's telling you. There's like, seven or eight different times where it shows a loud car driving by or a loud truck I mean dude the fan would just be outside just yeah and it's very loud (laughs) it's so much louder than everything else it's crazy and then you know they all are outside and they're all around these cars and Judd's like hey something's gonna happen let me show you this cool place called the Pet Cemetery." and he takes them on this tour and they're like yeah when Cats get or dogs get hit by the truck. We bury him here. Isn't that fun? And they're like, "That's weird, Judd." He's like, "Oh, cool." Yeah. And so then later in the movie, Ellie they leave for a trip to go to the wife's parents' house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Lewis hates it, which that dynamic is just. It, I really like. Oh wait, I'll get into that later. Like the fact, I think it's always weird in like movies or like real life when like there's a family and the dad's like, "I don't want to go see your parents." I'm like. It, it never makes sense. I don't know. It's weird. Like I've never known anybody in real life to be like that. I've known yeah, couples it, that don't like them, but they still go. Yeah. They'll, it's strange, I'd say. And then it continues, and Ellie leaves in church. Gets hit by a car. Church, the cat. They love church. Ellie loves church. The daughter loves him. Yeah, so she starts wondering, like, where's he going to go? If he does die. Yeah. That That's another foreshadowing moment she's asking like what happens if everyone dies and the mother and the father kind of argue about that and get upset with each other and then that's another thing i love about the cemetery is as as opposed to the remake is this movie doesn't show you a lot like it leaves a lot of concepts just hanging and i really love that yeah you know then the cat dies and judd says hey judd the neighbor who we'll get into in the character section how much i love judd yeah, he, he's great, especially in the original. He is like, Lewis, you know, I feel bad for this cat and your daughter. Let me show you something. And so there's an Indian burial ground where there's this big symbol on the ground. And Lewis is like, Joe's like, bury it here. And Lewis is like, okay, he does it. Cat comes back to life. And that creates... Ju- that that's the main antagonistic force. It the main villain is not even the zombie creatures. It, it's the graveyard. It's trying to oppose what happens. Yeah. Trying to oppose, you know, God making things happen. Yeah. You're trying to you know, go against it, and it's you know, well, things happen for a reason. You can't if you if you try to undo, you know, those things, you can't, and so consequences arise yeah you, you have to deal with what's happening you have to deal with life you can't wallow and, in it and he even says in the remake lewis he even says let god take his own kid or kill his own kid or something like that and he's like he can do what he wants but i'm not gonna let it stand 
And so it tears them apart. Yeah, it does. It's... It's... it's Man, the scene where Gage gets hit is terrible. Like, it's so sad. Yeah. Like, Gage is out there running towards the road, and everyone's distracted, and he gets hit by a truck driver who was singing a song by the Ramones who sang the theme song of Pet Cemetery. Sheena is a punk rocker. Shouts out Jamie Horan, because we really like that song. I like that, too, when he gets hit, because it's something that could actually happen. You turn your back for a second, your kid's across the street, sadly getting hit. I know. It's not like a forced death, like... A lot of movies. No, it's just, it's organic. Natural, yeah. And then they show, like, the foot in the road. Yeah. Sad stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... Switches to the funeral. Then... Right. Yeah, switches to the funeral. You get the amazing scene where Lewis and his wife's dad fist fight. And that's... Yeah, it's awesome. And they knock over the casket. They're... That, yeah, that was surprising. It's amazing. Yeah. And they're... The dad's... The wife's dad is blaming Lewis and... That's just hurting him even more. You, it really gets to him. So, and that just kind of shows that you know, death is. There's a lot of parts to death that get sad. It's, it's not just more than just the dead is affected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good point. And then, obviously, Lewis has this idea, and Judd even tells him. Because Lewis says, "You ever buried a person down there?" Like Judd, like spits out his coffee. Yeah, he he's like, "No, do not do that. That's and, crazy." And he does it. Yeah. And I love it because they hardly show him. They don't show Gage a lot. He he it's just such a pure force of evil in Gage in this movie. Like it's so good. Like you don't even know his intentions. He's just evil because he's back from the dead. Yeah. He he's just a little jerk baby. Yeah, he's just out to cause mayhem. <laughs> and it's 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 fun and then you get this whole conundrum of Lewis has to kill his own child again. Yeah. They do it tastefully in Lethal Injection. You know, I think that's... You, know, you don't want to watch somebody kill a baby. Like, you just don't. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, I'm just <laughs> Rocky's kidding. Rocky's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you don't want to watch... You know, This isn't the movie where that... If that was, like, in the ending, people would be like, that was unexpected. Yeah. Because it's kind of gory, but it's not... Yeah. Uh, so what... And then the Gage comes back and is trying to take out the family, mm-hmm. despite weighing seven pounds. <laughs> yeah. And they let it happen for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does it. it. Yeah, it's crazy. And then at the end, Lewis brings back the wife. The daughter, though, isn't really... She's not really in it that much, like, that important really after after gage she doesn't after gage is brought back she's barely doing anything yeah she's kind of just pushed to the back and it's focusing on the chaos then lewis like buries the wife and brings her back which i don't love the ending of pet cemetery yeah i agree it, it changes the tone like the ending of pet cemetery is kind of goofy and the whole movie is deadly serious like the whole movie you're just kind of like sorrowful and in the ending you're like that was kind of funny yeah i agree like the ending ends with the wife coming back and Lewis is like kissing her and then she grabs the knife and then you hear a scream. Oh, the wife killed Lewis. Whatever. I'm just like, like, don't you learn your lesson after you kill the kid and bury him or bring the kid back to life the first time? There, There's a really good scene in the original one where 
Let me find it here. Uh, when Judd is talking o- over the burning house, oh, and he's yes. like explaining why it's better to be dead and stuff. Dead that is that is the best scene I think of all of them. Yeah, like, it's just it's very it's very powerful. This the story like the moral story of Pet Cemetery is such a good one. Yeah, it's it's great. And it's it really just is. a great it's 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 a great thing to watch too. Just a burning house while he's giving this very powerful oh, speech. Oh yeah. It, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you know, it's it goes back. I think it's honestly like the way you have to approach it, you know. And even the movie does and from a religious standpoint, the idea that you know, God has things happen for a reason. You don't know why it's happening. Yeah. Don't think you can change it or that you know better. Don't think that you know what should have happened. And that that's something I think is interesting in the remake. I wish they would have elaborated more, like how Lewis is telling Ellie, Oh, you you might just go in the ground and then the mom's like, Well, you go to heaven and I wish they would have gone into that more. The remake the remake doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah. We'll get to that. I know we're talking about the remake now, but you know, it's fresh on our mind. Yeah. So for the story overall which we've talked about. What do you? What would you give it out of ten? Like just the story. Probably an eight. I said eight. Yeah. I also said eight. Okay, so we're gonna do eight out of ten for Pet Cemetery One's story, which is good. My only complaints why it's not higher. I don't like the ending a lot, and. I think that some of the things could have been a little tight, like the ghost guy shows up for a good chunk and then you just don't see Yeah, him. I wish he would have done something at the end. Me too. Like, he doesn't do anything at the end. I think, we'll get into some characters, I think that the main guy's acting kind of even damages the story. Yeah, I mean, there's no emotion. <laughs> but I still think it's, well, I'll wait, wait for that. Okay, so 8 out of 10 for the story, averages out to an 8 out of 10. Next, we're going to go into the characters. What's your opening thoughts about the characters? Of just the first one? Yes. Okay. Um, the mom is one of the most annoying characters uh-huh. of any movie I've ever watched. I hate that she's constantly, like, sh- grief-stricken. It is so annoying. She's, like, whining about everything the dad does, and I just, I don't know. She's, she's really... She's the dad's the most annoying character to me. I, I, I like him just because I, he, he doesn't have very much emotion, but that's kind of how like some dads are. Like you can tell them, hey, the dog died, and they're like, they keep a blank face. Even when like Judge says like, "Is your cat?" He's like, "Yeah, that's church." Right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's also weird too. Like he's on the phone with Ellie, and she's like. I think she says, don't forget to feed him. And he's like, or no, don't, or hug him for me. And he's like, hug your own cat. <laughs> like, why does he say that? <laughs> that is just mean. <laughs> I don't know. But he I, goes, I, he goes, hug your own cat. <laughs> like, it fun. makes no sense. I'm like, dude, you're but, arguing with a six-year-old. Like, stop. It, it, but it's kind of funny. I don't know. It's not supposed to be. But it, he's enjoyable. Uh, the kids, I mean... Gage is adorable. They're good. Gage is the best part of... I mean, Gage is one of the best parts of the movie just because he's a creepy kid 
but he's not like they don't try to make him creepy. Yeah, he, it's it's kind of organic. Just yeah, it's kids. just this organic. Like even like at the end, like I was getting emotional when like. Even when Gage dies at the end, after he's evil, he's like, "Not fair, no fair," and like yeah. he falls into the wall. I'm just like, <gasps> "Yeah," it like hits me. It hits. It's just when the dad's throwing, when Lewis is throwing him around, I'm like, "Man, <laughs> it could be a different way." He's like six pounds. Come on, <laughs> but, he's fueled with the rage of the cemetery. Yeah, I guess it makes him like. 100 pounds <laughs> makes it like Andre the Giant walking in that house but, King Kong Bundy but 10 inches tall <laughs> like Chucky I mean yeah I mean it does go Chucky route a little bit a little bit and Judd is the best character oh my gosh thank you I'm Lewis Creed and Judd Cradwell I live just across the road you won't watch out that road he He's just amazing. His voice is so iconic. Played by Fred Gwynn, aka Herman Munster, the yeah. legend. This is like, like I just love this. This performance is so good because Judd is so pure. Like he's such a pure character. Like you, you know, if you knew this man in real life, you'd never hear anything bad about him. You know, he's never done. Yeah, anything he, bad. he's just a good old man. That's just. Trying to spread his wisdom. Yeah, that's it. He's, yeah, and he's, he's just super charismatic, and he loves he loves these kids and this family, even though he's known them for twenty minutes. Yeah, I I, I thought that was kind of weird, because like as soon as they meet each other, he's coming over to their house. But I see it like in the remake. There's a line I can't remember if it said in the first one, but you know, Judd in the remake is like, "You you are the first people that brought me joy in a long time." And yeah. so I think it's that idea that like these people moved in next door for the first time in years, and Judge just like happy that someone's there to like yeah. share his happiness. It, it's it's just surprising that the family allows it so quickly, yeah. but especially like leaving this old man around your kids. I feel like that's not normal. Yeah. He, not that he's creepy or anything, no. but any person. It's also the late eighties. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. <laughs> they let the kids play by the road. So. <laughs> they do. <laughs> The picnic scene I love because Judd's just laughing and having a good time. Yeah, I, and I like when when he's chasing the kite because that just seems so innocent. Oh, not yeah. not Judd, but the kid. Yeah, uh, I want a scene where Judd's chasing the kite. <laughs> Yippee! <are you? laughs> yeah, it, it's it's fun. The zombie kid, the ghost kid's cool. I love, I like his inclusion a lot. He's a lot better in this than the other one. He's just, he's, he, he, like, even the ghost kid isn't, once again, this movie does not have a villain. That ghost kid's not, yeah, no, he's kind of like, he's helping him, honestly. (laughs) He's like, like, when she gets a flat tire, I think. He, like, helps her. He's like, they're trying to stop you. You need to get there. They're, like, this. The, the spirits or whatever. The force of the cemetery is like trying to stop. Yeah, her and, trying to stop you. And get there like and save spirit. them. Yeah, Which he, I love that angle. Yeah, it it's interesting, especially his like beginning scene. He looks awesome. The brains and stuff. The effects are really good. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty real. It, it's cool. It does a really neat way. Um, I mean that's all the characters I think. Important ones, yeah. Important ones, yeah. But what are my like? What are my negatives? The the dad's emotion and the mom. I don't hate the mom as much as you do. I do. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, the dad no emotion. The mom way too much. But other than that, the characters are good. I think. Uh, like. 
like even the ghost, like it's got weird like Christmas Carol vibes. Like I thought that too. The ghost is like, I'm helping you, and you've done this, and he like appears in doorways, kind of like in the Christmas Carol. Yeah, I I never I didn't know how to put it into words, but he does. Yeah, he he has something. Mm-hmm. I put this in my notes. Like the whole vibe of this film and the characters and everything, it's like, it's like a really messed up Andy Griffith, like sort of with like the way the characters kind of all interact and how the story is like very simple. Judge just Andy Griffithish to the core in this movie. Yeah, it, the the movie has an earthy tone to it. Like everything is so down to earth. It's it's like they actually filmed this on location, so mm-hmm. it, it really it makes you feel more it makes you feel closer to it like there's the like color palettes a lot of greens and a lot of green dark and brown and, and yeah it's very very good I, I will say one of my favorite scenes is when he's taking a bath and the cat runs up and drops the rat in it that is awesome <laughs> I, I love, we'll get it was that so funny when we talk about how great church is yeah, um, yeah yeah the the wife we didn't even touch on this Oh, Zelda, too. We gotta talk about Zelda and the characters. Zelda. We gotta put Zelda in these characters. Amazing. I, I love. Zelda, the, the, it is weird that you get the whole thing where, like, the wife is explaining to her husband this story that he should have known, like, one year into their relationship. Yeah, it, it's weird. She, cause the whole movie, she's, like, panicking, complaining, and whining about something. I mean, I would imagine this has happened before. Why is he not, like, hey, what's wrong? <laughs> Like, yeah. you're being annoying. What, what's happening? You had kids with this person. Like, come on. Yeah, and seriously. It's been, like, at least six or seven years, so. And then, like, Zelda is great because, you know, it's another back to this whole death thing and blaming yourself for people's deaths. Zelda was Rachel's sister, and then she died because she had a horrible spine condition. And she, the the wife, what's her name? Rachel. Rachel was glad that she died, and that's really what hurts her, I guess. Mm-hmm. I almost think that she's glad she died because she didn't want her to suffer, and also because she hated taking care of her. This all this together. Yeah, it, I, and, yeah. And Ray and you know Zelda has this thing where she comes back and she's like, "You'll never walk again." And, and it it was also interesting that Zelda's played by a man. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I saw her and I was like, "There's something very off." About this. I like that. I, I do too. I think it makes it like spooky. Even know. even you know more of a weird look for her. Yeah, it just makes her look different. Like you get this whole thing about where she keeps thinking about Zelda, and you know there's a scene later where she walks in a room after all the spirits are out because the cemetery, mm-hmm. and then Zelda. I don't even know how they did the effect. It's like yeah, a, especially then a fast motion, and you see like a silhouette in a bed and. Zelda whips around and says, "You'll never get out of bed again." Yeah, and it's like terrifying. She, honestly, she's my favorite character. I've almost forgot about her, but she's her story is the best. The reason you forget about her is because it's like so weird of an inclusion. Yeah, it, it's a little off. Like it's not perfectly done. I I think I wish she had a bigger part, but I also think that might take away from her creepiness. Mm-hmm. Like if you're seeing her too, I'm much, sure in the book she's probably like half the book. Yeah, probably. Zelda's really good. The characters in this movie, man. Out of ten, I get like an eight and a half. I'm thinking an eight just because of how much I hate the mom. And again, <laughs> yeah. Double eights. We're gonna do eight point two five for Pet Cemeteries. 
good. Now we're going to talk about the power of the cemetery. What we mean by this this is, you know, the cemetery creates the evil person in the movie. How impactful is that to the story? How much of an impact does that create? In this movie, I think it's subtle but really well done. Yeah. It it carries more of a weight because once the kids come back and they're evil, it lasts a lot longer. And like, I don't know. It really carries the story more than just being like something. And even like I've been saying to talk about this, even the camera work in this movie even makes it feel creepy and like shows the cemetery. Like the shots will just linger on something. Yeah. And like they'll just be wide shots of all this earth and all this it, it's dirt. So natural. Like it's just they walk up to this like a legit mountaintop and there's this burial ground. Like it's organic, even to the fact that it's never explained why cemetery is spelled wrong. Yeah, I, I've always wanted. It's just because it's like, like kids. Because the, the kids, sign. yeah. It's just kids made the sign that didn't know how to spell it. Yeah, that, like, I love that. Yeah, it's it's funny that they mention it too, but they never explain. They it. mention it in like the remake, but they don't even mention it in the old one, do they? Do they not? I can't remember, but I know they I know they mention it a few times. It's very interesting. Um. Like the, you just feel this. Like even the first time they go to that cemetery, you're just like, oh no. Like even before you see the burial ground, you're just like, something's here. Yeah, and it it seems I like in the original cemetery because, like, some of the crosses are made out of like old bedposts or something like that. It's just so organic. Yeah. Once again, like it's spelled wrong. It's. It looks like actual people in the country made these things. Not, I'll get into it later, but it, it just seems so legit. And there's even like the little post for like the fish that died and like yeah. And uh, what's the what's the do- Judd's dog's name? It's Biffer. 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 He was a sniffer. That that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Biffer the sniffer. Yeah, that's awesome. I do love now. I'll, this is an aside, but I still gotta talk about it. I love the scene where Judd is like, where it, it's replaying the scene where that dog comes back. Like the flashback where like it's showing Judd's Biffer coming back to life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's really Once good. Once again, Power of the Symmetry. That scene is the first time in like the movie where you truly see how horrifying something coming back from the dead is, and you're just like, this dog is evil. Sometimes dead is better. Oh, and there's that one part uh, when. The kid goes in the house, and the whole house is just covered in like mold and like moss. Later, is that, that later? Yeah, that that's amazing. Just it, it just it's like the cemetery is moving into the house. It's that's so, the scene so where, cool. Like, where, isn't that where Lewis goes to go check on Judd's house? Yeah, and he he after Gage has already killed Judd, he had killed him, and it's like all moldy and natural. It's it's like mm-hmm. the cemetery's coming there. It's really cool. And like the most. The most famous scene, if I had to guess, like, the most famous scene in Pet Cemetery, it's the Achilles tendon scene. It has to be. Yeah, and it's it looks really, it looks it's really real. well done. You know, it's, you know, Pet Cemetery is not a gross-out kind of horror movie, but no. there's one scene where Gage kills Judd, which, you know, it's Judd, he, I hate that he dies, but also it needed to happen. Yeah. It's sad because he's such a great character, but it adds impact to how evil this kid is. Yeah, and how evil the cemetery is. Like, yeah, truly. I judge yeah. should have kept it a secret. And he gets on it, the back of Judd's leg, under the bed, 
and Judd thinks he hears him across the room and it's church mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden switchblade to the Achilles and he falls and it's nasty and it's it's great wild yeah it it sucks that and then Gage kills Judd 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 brings the cemetery into these people's lives and then it comes back and gets him it's just it's it's poetic it's yeah. literally beautiful man the cemetery like impact in this movie the it's high like it's so yeah. high it, it's great it's it's gonna get a high number just because I think that everything comes together in this beautiful way where it's not beating you over the head with it it's not like hey this thing's evil yeah. hey here's me it, telling you why it's bad it's just it just comes with what happened like like there's not a scene where Gage explains why he's evil now it's like hey I was buried it's, there's not really a scene where Judd explains the whole backstory of why the cemetery is even evil yeah he's he just, just like, says it was a burial ground and people use it for bad purposes yeah it's just that's it it's just don't mess with don't mess with the will of God. Don't mess with that stuff. That's yeah. the whole... It's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, it really is. Like, you know, you know, being a religious person, that's the kind of thing I get from it, is don't mess with the will of God. People have different interpretations of it. Especially after you bury church in there. What do you think that's going to do to a human? Exactly. Like, like man, the, we'll get to church. Beautiful. Overall cemetery impact. I'm giving a nine. I was also going to say a nine. 100%. Sounds good. The only thing that's probably negative is just that you don't get a lot of gauge. He's only in it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. I just wish he was in it more. It, yeah. It, it, and I, but I it, wish that gauge and church worked together more. Yeah, I feel like church is only there for a... Test run. He's just kind of there after a few minutes of being there. Like yeah. after that, he's just kind of, oh, I'm a distraction. And then get, Lewis kills him. Yeah. So now... We're going to add a little five. Let's talk about church. we got to talk okay. about the cat to add some extra points. What do we think about church? Man, he's so, so good. He's awesome. It's just he's not there enough. He's like, not. But he, but he his look is incredible. Yeah, it, it looks genuine. Those yellow this. eyes mm-hmm. when he, like, hisses. Yeah, and he, he's a really cool-looking cat just in general. The color, the gray color of him is yeah. just so good. It, fit, it fits in the movie. And it's not like... You don't feel like he's a jerk cat. Like, in, in the remake, I'm just kind of like, I hate this cat. But yeah. in, in, in the Pet Cemetery 1, it's just like, maybe he's not that bad. And then he just turns. like. Yeah. and I mean, again, he drops that rat in the bathtub, and I love it so much. You like They turn on, like, Church is there, and he just... And he's got those big, piercing yellow eyes, and he's like, I just, I going love, at it. He's kind of messing with them for a second, and I don't know. It's cool. He has a personality. The only really scene where he works with Gage is when they kill Joe. Yeah, but it's almost like he's he's kind of just like a sidekick, but at the same time, it's almost like it's an accident. Yeah, it's because it for some reason he just keeps popping up in Judd's house. It's weird. It's like but, foreshadowing the cemetery is coming because yeah. Judd created. Yeah, he's like, Church. yeah, he's like, look what you've done, You're, it's coming. Look what you've done, little jerk. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> so I, I'm probably gonna give him a three. A three. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, you, I'm, you can go higher. I was gonna say a four, because, well, I do agree he's not in it enough. Yeah, that's what's keeping me. He and would be I a, don't think that the like when Lewis kills him, it's just like he just kind of does it. Yeah, he just does. <laughs> I okay. I love. Uh, 
but I also love his design. Like, I love his design. Yeah, he looks awesome. I love that awesome. he's, like, the mascot of the film. I also feel like that he's in it a lot at the beginning. I'll, I'll go 3.5. You're going to 3.5? Because he, 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 he starts it all. Yeah, he, he, he kicks it all. It all. And he kind of, he has a good presence. Like, you kind of yeah. love church. Yeah. So you Th- said 3.5. I'm sticking to 4. I got so you. So 3.75. Sounds good. That means that overall, let me do some math here. Overall. That means Pet Cemetery 1. 29 out of 35. Not bad. Pretty good. Man. Pretty good for that OG. But, I mean, you have to expect it. it. If you haven't seen Pet Cemetery, it's a recommend. Know what you're getting into. It's not a fun movie to watch with your friends. It's not this fun romp. It's a, it's a sad journey about messing with fate. But it's really well done and a really powerful film, in all honesty. So that's my recommendation. What do you think about the first one before we move on? I think it's... It's unsettling, but I do still think it's kind of fun. Like, you do? Like, you can't not have fun watching a little kid run around with a knife. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, just, it's kind it's of, just... it's, you can take it serious, but you can also just... Take it like a Chucky movie. Kind yeah. Of. It's not as outlandish, but it's still fun. Exactly. So now let's move on to the outlandish. Good segue. Pet Cemetery 2, as my, far as I know. My favorite. Is that, are you going to be batting hard for this one? Yes, I am. As it's, far as I know, this movie was not written by Stephen King in any aspect. Don't care. <laughs> as far as I know, which makes it almost better. Okay, what are your opening thoughts about this movie at the beginning? Man, it is something else. It's so much more of what you expect. More fun, like kills and stuff like that. The there, There's more of an animal presence, I think. Zowie. Zowie is amazing. I, I'm going to say Zowie... I'll wait, I'll wait until the end. Uh, I just think it's a lot more fun and just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. You think it's fun? I think it's fun. I think, you know, I think the the third act is a little much. That's the only. It, it does get the crazy. with the mom at the end I don't love. I'm just like, let's go. I don't really care. It does get crazy, but after rewatching it from the first time, it's not as slow as I remember. Which the first time I was, I, I agreed. I was like, eh, "This is taking too long." But the second time, I yeah. was like, "This isn't too bad." Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, it's not even that it's taken. I just feel like it's just beating me over the head with the same thing. Like the mom is burning. Is the kid gonna choose the mom, or is the kid gonna go with the dad? And I'm just like, in the movie, in the movie. Come on, you can do it. Yeah, I like. I I, I don't know. I, I think it's. I do like her melting scene though. Yeah, it looks crazy. It looks awesome. Okay. Starting with the story. I mean, it's Pet Cemetery too. It's, yeah. It's Pet Cemetery, but a little more. You've got... What's my kid's name again? I cannot remember. I was trying to think. Uh, I might have it written down. So starting with Pet Cemetery 2, with Jeff, the main kid, Jeff and Drew... Oh, man. It kicks off. There's a fake movie scene going on, and it's like... A lot of other movies I've seen do fake film scenes better. Yeah, Blow, I mean... Blowout. It, I think it's Blowout with John Travolta, Brian Palma. That opening film scene is better. You know, there's... New Nightmare. New Nightmare's opening film scene is awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, the opening... I never... I don't... That's the only thing about this movie that I don't really like, is that I feel like it's a dumb... It's kind of dumb. It's like just, we're making a 50s movie. Yeah, you could have... 
you could have killed her in so many other ways. Yeah, they, the mom gets involved in an accident where she gets electrocuted to death on a metal fence post on a film set. And it, <laughs> she's like shaking. It is so dumb. It does not look good. But that's my only complaint. Oh boy, you're gonna be hard to hard to talk down if you love this. I mean, I like it too. I think it's really good. Um, it starts off. The tone is already different. It's it's got weird like heavy metal music that kind of plays. Yeah, it like I said, it's just Pet Cemetery, but more fun and more a little yeah. bit more action. Basically, your story is that you know. Jeff's mom died, and he's got a friend named Drew, and he they just, both get bullied. He, he just, after his mom dies, he moves to a new school and stuff, and uh, in Maine, obviously. They they are originally from L.A. They love Maine. Yeah, and they, they go to where the original one took place. And so, so he makes a friend with this chubby kid, and... Uh, and they get bullied and stuff by this freak. <laughs> the kid <laughs> He's is a freak. Just a jerk. The whole, the Clyde. whole, the whole bully squad is are freaks. One thing that I'll say about the bullies in this movie, which I kind of don't like, is okay. I'm not saying the bullies aren't bad. You know, bullies. You know, I'm not going to side with them or anything, but it's a little unrealistic. Like these bullies are literally trying to murder these kids. Yeah, I, like it's I almost thought like the too. bullies are already possessed by the cemetery. <laughs> I thought that too. Like. Why is he? Ta- why does he take his face and almost tear it off with his bike? <laughs> like, like you look at movies like like Back to the Future, movies like that, where like the bullies in it, you know, they're bullies, but they're not absolute psychopaths. Yeah, they're just like, hey, do my homework, McFly, or I'll beat you up. But it's just like bullies. Is there another part where he tries to kill him? Um, almost. He fights him a couple times. Yeah, but that happens in real life. But he also punches him first. Jeff does. The first time. They, they make fun of his dead mom a lot. Yeah. I but, mean, like, to the point it's, like, morbid. Yeah. Yeah. They even, like, set up that trap type thing. They make up, like, the fake mom. Yeah. Like, how do you hate a kid so much that you're just For like, no reason. I dedicate my whole life to Jeff. Because Jeff's just a little punk. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it it makes you hate the kids. The bullies. More so, I, I, I still I don't hate like it as much as Gus does. Yeah, yeah. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, they get bullied. Drew's stepdad, Gus, is the best character in the movie, but he's kind of annoying. He is already unnecessarily like evil. He's like a cop. He's like the sheriff of the town, and he's like, you know, you're. He like tries to treat the home like a, like law and stuff like that. And he's like mean to Drew, makes fun for being fat. Yeah, and he he immediately is like talking to the uh, to the dad. What's his name? John. I don't know. It don't matter. He's talking to Jeff's dad, and he's like, "Yeah, I remember I used to date your wife. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. that that was a lifetime ago." I'm just like, man. That's kind of evil. She just died, and you're saying that's a lifetime ago? Come on. You're like, dude, what are you doing? Chase is no is Chase the dad. Chase, yeah, that yeah. is it. Chase, and so you know, there's a side plot where Chase still loves his wife. I like that a lot. Yeah. 
But then you get the, you know, the Gus finds out. Gus loves rabbits. He, like, laughs while the rabbits are, like, mating. It's really weird. Yeah, he, like, pets pets the rabbit while the other ones are mating. It's really <laughs> strange. And so a big part of it is Jeff's dog, or, no, not Jeff. Drew's dog. Drew's dog, Zowie, is constantly after the rabbits. And he's like, Drew, you better get your dog. You better get your it. dog. And, One yeah. Night he goes out shirtless and shoots the dog. Which doesn't, that didn't make sense. I mean, it makes him more dislikable, but... It already had like electric around it and stuff and bells. Oh, so you that just way. touch it and yeah. Yeah. so they shoot it and you get this admittedly pretty emotional scene where Drew's laying beside Zowie and yeah, lets the dog bleed out and then then you see them carry that dog and they're like, all right, now this place is called the Pet Cemetery. Yeah, where you can bring things back. They reference the older movie, which I love. Yeah, and then they carry Zowie, and Zowie is so cool looking in this movie. Yeah, she. He's he? he. I think it's he. he. He yeah, he's awesome. He he looks so good. Uh, just he actually looks like he's kind of dead, but also more evil than Church did. It's awesome. And then you know they end up killing Gus. how he kills Gus. Yeah. Well, they go to a party where on Halloween night because the mom yeah. doesn't. Gus doesn't want Drew to go because he's grounded. He's grounded, but the mom mom's lets like, him yeah. go. Uh, so they go to this party at the pet cemetery, and the bullies prank him and are like mean to him. But then they still hang around him for some reason. It's kind of weird. And then he's telling the story. He's like about the pet cemetery, talking about the uh, daughter. Yeah, talking about Ellie, Ellie, and a bunch of people, and Gage, and stuff. Which that might have been a made up story. I don't, I don't, I don't really believe that after that movie, Ellie went crazy. That's not something yeah. I believe. I, I, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, he was just kind of attacking on his own. Ending. Yeah. And then Gus comes there, and he's about to, like, he makes all the kids leave, and he's about to, like, kill Drew. He's about to, like, hit him with this big stick. Like, it's, it's a giant stick, probably like a 50-pound stick, <laughs> and he's about to swing, and then Zowie leaps out of the bushes and rips off his neck. <laughs> and, <he was> like, <laughs> and Drew and Jeff are just like, uh, what do we do? So he just like bites him on the neck once, and then, and then it's over. Yeah, she she pieces out. <laughs> just walks. Or he. And uh, so then they go and bury Gus. And it's awesome. Yeah. Then from then on, you kind of just get Gus shenanigans of him basically trying to kill him. But but it's so funny because Gus is just like one thing I'll say about this movie is that regardless of the fact that it might not be as grounded of a realistic, type, Gus is so fun. Like, just watching him be an absolute maniac on screen. Yeah, where he's already evil, he comes back and he's kind of nice at first. It, it really reminded me of watching Texas Chainsaw, The Next Generation, Matthew McConaughey in that movie. Mm-hmm. He is an absolute maniac. The whole yeah. movie. And that's what it reminded me of. I mean, watching... Um, watching... What's his face? Clancy Brown, that's his actor. Watching Clancy Brown, you know, the dude, he's a dude from Highlander. He's a dude from Shawshank. Watching Clancy Brown, just go wild also... Didn't know if you knew this. He's the voice of Patrick Snow. No, he voices Mr. Krabs. Really? Clancy Brown's the voice of Mr. Oh, Krabs. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Gus voices Mr. Krabs. It's crazy to me that I hate Gus until he turns into the zombie thing. 
Mm-hmm. Like once he turns into that, I think he's so know much. He's going to from like minute four. Yeah, minute. you you know he's going to, but he's so much more enjoyable when he's genuinely evil, not the just scene, being the evil. scene where he's like laughing with the kids at the dinner table. Yeah, just like with this. the mashed potatoes in his but mouth. Like even when he like goes, you know, the cemetery, he's going to try to kill the rest of the family. Yeah, but the whole thing is that the cem- the the person the cemetery try the person the cemetery brings back always tries to kill people to bring them to the cemetery. Yeah, they want their family and stuff there. And so, and I guess they make they're trying to make like an army, I guess. And so Gus runs them off the road. I don't really like that scene though because I don't like that they died because I thought it was kind of anticlimactic. I like it. I, I I thought it was pretty fun, like cool. They're, he chases them out of the house, he, and he's like banging on the windshield, and then he chases them down the road. I don't know. I think it's fun. It it's exciting. Then like you see, what is it? Potatoes. You, you see, they're like buried in potatoes, and then There's he dr- potato truck. Yeah, he runs over the potato and smashes it. I don't know. It's I think it's cool. And then you get the end of this movie that feels like Reanimator, where you've got little Ari forgot his name. Jeff. Jeff. You've got little Jeff who brought his mom back. Yeah. And then you he, get like the weird scene with like chase the dad where he's dreaming about the mom having the mom back and he looks up and the mom's head is the is out is out that is amazing and then like he's like dreaming about the wife and they're like they're like making out and all this stuff and then the wife is like sitting on like his legs and she looks at him and he's looking up at her and it pans up to her head and it's the dog yeah it's zowie it's awesome and then it's like an like a like a mascot head and then the guy wakes up and it's the shot of actual zowie is Freaky. Yeah, it's he's just it's like scary. Painting with those big yellow eyes. Yeah, it, it's cool. I, I really like it. Uh, it it's kind of weird how like the uh, it's the maid. I guess she's a maid. She uh, she's like trying on the mom's clothes, but for some reason she's like infatuated with the clothes from the beginning. She's like a housekeeper, but she like kind of likes the. She dad. like yeah, they kind of got a thing going, but they never do anything because the dad still loves the mom. Yeah, but she's infatuated with like the mom's clothing and, and stuff. And the mom kills her. And then the mom yeah. comes back. Jeff brings the mom back because uh, he misses her, and even though you don't really get a lot of, yeah, it's just he, he, he goes the, like crazy. But that's one. Uh, I'll wait until we're on the characters. You can talk about it. Jeff is basically the the uh, Lewis of this movie. Like he has no emotion. No, he is a terrible actor, <laughs> but it, it's I still enjoy him. And then, you know, at the end, the mom's in the house, and the house burns like in the first one. Yeah. And she's like, are you going to stay with me or come with me to the cemetery or with your dad? And he's like, my dad, this is weird. And then he leaves. It's awesome, though. She's, like, melting, and she's, like, this really pretty woman. And she put, like, she's a ton of makeup surrounded, on. Surrounded by fire. It's pretty awesome. And she's like, dead is better. Dead is better. And the house burns. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. And then the weird part where they drive away, and it shows, like, Almost like an in memoriam of every character that died in the movie. Yeah, that's it's, it's weird. So odd. I, I like it though because it's just what, more rant. It's like it's messing with you. What do you give the overall story of this movie? I'm giving it a nine point five. Oh, Rocky! That's I lot. love it. I love it so much because it, it's just so fun. Okay. I know you're about to. No, I'm not going to give it anything. I actually really like Best of Trade too. I think it's super fun. I think it's a more enjoyable and fun movie than the first, even though I like the story of the first one better. Mm-hmm. 
I still think that I like the story of the first one better. I think this story is a little convoluted at the end. I'm not going to give it super low. I'd give it like a seven. That's what I figured, yeah. yeah I'd give it like a seven. So, so that's... 8.25. I feel like Pet Cemetery 1, even though I don't like the direct ending, I feel like it, like the whole story leaves me kind of on this weird note. And Pet Cemetery 2, I was like, that was goofy fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, they're like opposites, but I just enjoy this one. Oh, I love it too. I think it's great. Yeah. It really is good. Um, a little more tense than the first one, but it's good. He's got yeah. more gore and stuff. What about the characters? So, I, at first, when I first started watching this movie, I hated Gus. I was like, this guy is so annoying. I hope he dies and does not come back. <laughs> but, I mean, he does, and then he's much better. So, I, I, I like his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, very bland. Drew's fun. Drew is my... Drew is my favorite because mm-hmm. he he's probably the best actor I think. Chase is Chase is good. He's good. Yeah, he's the good. mom of Drew's fine. Gus, Drew, and Jeff are probably the three that stand out. Even though Jeff yeah. stands out for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna say this. I think that this movie does a lot more with the concepts of the first. But it gets the tone a little off for me. That's my only thing is that I feel like Pet Cemetery is like a mourning movie, like a movie like like M O U R. Yeah. I'm just like sad. Pet Cemetery two. I'm like, am I watching a Friday the Thirteenth movie? What is happening? But I mean, that's that's it's, that's me. It's fun. Yeah. It is fun. But I do really like the characters. Like I really do. Yeah, they're they're more like you don't get much of a backstory or anything really, mm-hmm. but they you connect with them easier. I say, mm-hmm, I, I, I think. I think it's so good to follow kids in this movie and like actually kind of care about them. Like I care what happens. Like the scene, like Drew. I'm like, please don't hurt him. And in my opinion, I much, I much more care about the relationship of Drew and Zowie than I do Amy yeah. and Church. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's just like the, you get more emotion. Like Gus actually deals with the death. Not Gus. Uh, Drew actually deals with the death of Zowie directly. Yeah, and he doesn't. He just kind of knows Church dies, sort of. Yeah, she doesn't know that. She just thinks he's kind of bad, I guess. Kind of like ran away. Yeah. Came back. I came back sticky. (laughs) In the the remake, he's more sticky. Yeah, it's sticky. It looks like he rolled on a fly trap. But I'll (laughs) wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. And I, I just Gus is the standout in this movie. Yeah, he's by far the best. He's like. Like before he's dead, he loves the rabbits, and then he dies, and he skins the rabbits. Like, yeah, that scene is awesome when he's just, just skinning just, them by hand. You just know he's evil. Yeah, you're like, man, this guy's done a 180. It kind of a 180 Dude, for a while. <laughs> yeah, he he's great, and then then Drew, and then Zowie, and then like Jeff. <laughs> the music is a little off. I don't like the heavy metal. It's weird. I don't really remember the music that much. They just be, uh, in the original, they do something and it'd be like eerie it, orchestra. It, it's a real. One, it's like heavy metal. I found from YouTube. It's a real like orchestra and stuff like that, and then it's just music you'd hear on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I see what you mean. Um, I'll say this because. 
almost feel wrong also giving the characters an eight, but like, there's nobody I dislike in this movie as much as I dislike the dad in the original. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> but uh, still, he's better than a different dad. <laughs> okay. I hate to do this, but Cemetery, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't want to. What's your. I've got my number in my head, but I need to hear your number. What did I give the first one? We. It was a consensus of an eight. Like an together. Eight. 8.25, because I think you gave it an eight, and I gave it 8.5. I'm thinking uh for the characters. Eight point seven five. I I said eight point five. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's a weird fraction. Eh, I mean let's see what it is. That gives the characters an eight point six three. Pet Cemetery two. Oh man, Pet Cemetery one better watch out. I'm inflating this bad. <laughs> no. no. I've been in ones where it's not been inflated, but, like, basically the situation that happens is if you, like, if I love a movie and you love a movie, it's or if we both think a movie is okay, mm-hmm. it's fine. But if I think a movie it's great. is great and you think it's, like, trash. Tr- like, if I think a movie is, like, a little better than okay and you think it's trash, it's automatically worse. Even yeah. though one of us has a higher, you know, just I it's the numbers. You. Which, you know, once again, I say this. This is not an opinion. We're laying down the facts. We're legit telling you which is the best. <laughs> like, actual factual evidence. Yeah. Scholars will literally reference this for years. I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the movies everyone's talking about. Pet Cemetery 2 from 1992, starring Clancy Brown, the voice of Mr. Krabs. I don't know what else anyone should be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay. I already know this number is going to be so high. Pet Cemetery, watch out. Cemetery influence or the power of the cemetery. Pretty good. Stuff is happening because of the cemetery the entire movie. I agree. Like from the begin, like nearly the beginning, it's already kicking off. Zowie is coming back. She is destroying the world, or he, and then gut. She kills he. I keep calling it a she. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if it says, but the dog keeps the dog kills Gus so quickly, and then he starts going insane so fast. Like I don't know. There, there's a there's so much of it in this movie. I'm looking up the gender of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> we have to know what gender is it. We don't. We don't have a have a gender all right so it's a gender fluid dog <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, I don't know I, I it's very high in this movie just because it kicks off from the beginning you see more of how it can make somebody go crazy in this one yeah which i love yeah love a lot you get more of the insanity you really see that gus is freaking out yeah gus is freaking out zowie's freaking out she's eating kittens yeah, that, that, I forgot about that. She breaks out of her dog crate and eats some kittens. Just yeah. destroys them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, Gus is just like crazy. Everything, like my notes are just like, this is insane. This is insane. This is insane. And even, uh, it's it's already, we find out that it's been affecting people for a long time because we meet that old vet. Uh-huh. And he's like kind of crazy now because yeah. of the stuff that had happened. So that reminded me of 
That reminded me a lot of a film covered previously on the podcast. Check out that episode if you haven't. Uh, the Fly 2. There's mm-hmm. a character from the first one. Have you seen The Fly 2? Mm-mm. Remember in the... Have you seen The Fly with Jeff Goldblum? No. Really? I, I, something I've wanted to watch for a long time, but... Well, there's a character from it that's directly from the previous one. It's like the only link, but it's like cool to kind of hear him tell stories from the first movie. And that's something I love about this is that you get that bit that's like, hey, this really happened. Yeah. Because I hate when sequels just vaguely reference the other one. Yeah. Well, this one re- referenced it a couple times. So I love that. <sighs> like, the first film really showed the power of the cemetery. Like, its power to change locations and its power to like creep into people's lives. Pet Cemetery 2, because I'm going to argue that the kids didn't really do anything out of the power of greed. I'm going to argue that they, uh, Jeff probably did, but I'm going to argue that Drew did it out of like, hey, it's my dog, and out of, hey, um, I don't want to get in trouble for killing my dad on accident. Yeah, his is all more out of fear. I agree. Than, than his. And that's why I think that this movie isn't showing the power of the cemetery. It's showing what the cemetery does to individuals. Mm-hmm. Like it shows the mental deterioration of Gus. Yeah. He keeps his personality. Yeah. It's wild. He, he's, he's a, his more joking side comes out. It's cool. Yeah. No brain, no pain. The only thing, I wish that you kind of got to see, like, I really like in the original how there was ghosts, and there was all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's something I kind of miss. I miss that. But I still love the cemetery influence. I I don't know how they could have incorporated it into this story that much, really, because you don't really need an explanation this time around, you know, like, Mm -hmm. because... No, but I feel like this sequel needed to exist. Yeah, because it, it does a lot of neat things. It's awesome. It, it expands on some stuff. Mm-hmm. It's better than I really thought it would be the first time I watched it. I was like, "This is yeah." Good. The first time I watched it, I watched it because I was like, "Man, this is gonna suck," and, it was and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, it's like they didn't just make it for money. I felt like they had a good idea. Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna the symmetry influence. I'm close to a nine, close to where I was before. That's where I'm at. I mean, so, you, you about a nine? Yeah. It's kind. Do you like the symmetry influence of the first one or this one better? This one. You like how to handle it in this one better? I'm thinking nine and a half. I don't, I don't. Ten, it would have to be like perfect. So I'm, I'm thinking nine and a half. I'm, I'm gonna go with what I thought, and that's eight point seven five. Oh no, this movie's creeping in. It's creeping. Nine point one two five. All right. Ooh, I'm getting scared. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> Let's talk about Zowie. Awesome. Zowie's so good. She creeps into the dreams. That is awesome. Like on the mom's head. And the yeah. That's awesome. Uh she destroys Gus when I hate him the most, so that's awesome. Uh she eats those kittens. Amazing. She actually helps Gus. Like she yeah. actually helps the evil, which is crazy because she helps Drew and then helps Gus. Yeah, she she's not on a side here. It's almost like Zowie helps Drew because Zowie knew what was going to happen to Drew. I, I do like too whenever uh, Zowie is chasing Drew and Drew's like, Zowie, it's me, Zowie, it's me, and he, she's just coming at him <laughs> up the stairs, like mm-hmm. trying to nip his ankles. Yeah, it's yeah, scary. It's, that 
because that's something even though this is like a possessed dog that's something that can happen in real life so that's kind of scary to a normal dog <laughs> yeah that's that's frightening oh yeah zowie do i like zowie more than church though that's the question zowie has a lot more personality that's the thing zowie has so much more personality and zowie's there like the whole most of the movie because church kind of disappears zowie's there for a lot more than church too you connect with her more i'm just going with zowie's a girl yeah okay i I like the sheep because church was a boy we'll say zowie's a girl what are we gonna give zowie out of five for the pet category Mm, 4.75 for me i hate i hate to do this gosh i hate to do it i love church so much I love him, but Zowie is so cool. Like, Zowie is so... But Church is so iconic, but Zowie is so fun. Zowie, even before... She builds up a nice uh, personality before she even Zowie shows how evil the cemetery can make an animal. Yeah, because she does a... 4.5, I'm doing it. I don't don't even care. I'm doing it. I like it. (laughs) I like it. 4.63. All right, guys, here we're going to give this tally here to figure out if Pet Cemetery or Pet Cemetery 2 is in the lead right now. Ooh, I'm getting scared. Guys, I got some bad news. Pet Cemetery 2 is beating Pet Cemetery 1. That is great news. 30... <laughs> that is great news. <laughs> with 30.63. I mean, it's the law. It's true. Listen, Pet Cemetery 2 is really good. Like, I really like it. The weakest part for me is the story, but the rest of it's so fun. The story. Every, li- day, every day I want to watch Mr. Krabs go insane. He he's just such a great character. I don't know it. The characters are awesome in this. The story, it's it's not as, I guess, cohesive. But as it, much as I don't like the ending of this, I don't like the ending of Pet Cemetery One either. So it canceled out. Yeah, I, I I agree. Okay, now I'm feeling good. Listen, both these two good movies. Now let's move on to the best movie. Come on, trash. <laughs> This is a remake, Rocky. It's awesome. God, no, it is not. It, <laughs> You're not even going to joke about it. You I'll, hate it that much. I'll rant at the end. <laughs> I'll probably rant throughout, but I'll rant at the end probably. You're going to go wild? Probably. Listen, first of all, church's design is terrible. <laughs> God, it looks like they got this like purebred cat and then just slapped some Nickelodeon slime <laughs> on it. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> they said... They put they put catnip in the bottom of an Elmer's glue jar and told him to eat. Yeah, them. and then like sh- shot it with a handful of dirt. Like <laughs> I don't understand. But let's let's do the let's, let's do the initial thoughts. Overall thoughts. <laughs> what are you thinking overall, Rocky? Uh, I don't. The story. I mean, it's very similar. Is it just takes out some great things from the original. I think Which, I like this remake more than you, but I don't like it as much as the original. Don't worry. Yeah. I, I, it's it, like some things it does so good, like so good. The camera work is great. Yeah. It, it's like, I love the act. The acting is much better. Mm-hmm. You get, you, you get more scenes that show the cemetery creeping in. Like when Lewis will open a door and it's just woods and you're like, mm-hmm. that, that's interesting. I love it. it. And, and it's got more of that feel. Uh, like earthy feel you'll you'll go it, they'll go in certain areas and like there's just like this intensity that comes with it like the like the basement I think it mm-hmm. is like I don't know you feel even uneasy there that's it's 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 interesting but 
this movie, it's just like, it, it starts out, and I honestly think, like, it's really good. Like, the first part, I think, yeah, it's the exact same movie, but, like, almost shot for shot, but, like, almost like the Psycho remake, but I'm like, this is pretty good. Like, this is really neat. This movie could have benefited from, like, 25 extra minutes. It could have benefited from that. It could have benefited from them not just spelling everything out in front of your face for you to understand. It would have also benefited from, I don't know, not spamming CGI <laughs> all over this movie and trying to destroy it. Uh, yeah, yeah it could have benefited from uh, actually making Judd a likable character and not making me hate him. Yeah, being a freak. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, Judd was fine, but he's just creepy. He's a good actor, this guy. It's just, he's not charismatic at all. He's like a famous guy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know he's in some stuff that I've seen. I just can't remember what. But Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's um, John Lithgow. Yeah, it's John Lithgow. He's mm -hmm. the guy in... He's in Footloose. He's in Shrek. He voices somebody in Shrek. <laughs> Who's he voices in Shrek? <laughs> I have to know. I have to know who John Lithgow voiced in Shrek. He voices Lord Farquaad. Goat. Wow. <laughs> he is Pet Cemetery Two, Mr. Krabs. Pet Cemetery Three, Lord Farquaad. That's awesome. <clears throat> I bet nobody in Pet Cemetery One voiced a meme worthy animated character. No. Sadly. That's that's why that's why it's not winning. <laughs> <laughs> that's why because nobody in it is for memes. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So what what are we on to next? We're on the story of this monstrosity. The story. You're you're about to explode, and I need it. <laughs> there's a there's a part where I'm just gonna get mad, <laughs> but <laughs> I need it. Well, I'll, I'll be counting it down. The story is just it takes away what made the original so well, so like well liked. Like they take away the ghost for the most part. He's in like a couple scenes, and he, he's dumb, and he doesn't do he's anything like, even when he's there. The ground is sour, and that's it. Cool, go go in there. Yeah, <laughs> he. They try to make him like scary. This yeah. movie has like jump scares, which is weird. Yeah, cause they're not really done well either. All Zelda does the whole movie is fall down an elevator shaft yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, good job Zelda. <laughs> Lay in your bed like you're supposed to. You can't move. <laughs> you can you can crouch. That's it. Get out of the elevator. <laughs> uh, what else? Something else is so stupid about this. I can't remember. everything i don't know <laughs> but yeah it just takes away the great parts that help keep the story flowing in the original like the one thing and here's what's what kills me about this movie what ultimately kills me is pet cemetery one it's so nuanced it's so like okay we need to make this movie feel like the cemetery's so we're not going to explain a lot. You're just going to feel like you're going to feel bad watching this movie. Like you're going to be like, "Man, this is this is not making me happy." And in this one they're like, "We, we got to explain. We got to explain what's going through their heads. We we got to tell the audience. We just have to. We have to." And I'm like, "Stop. Chill out. We we're we're not we're not in third grade. We don't care. <laughs> we're not in third grade. We can figure it out. That's what's fun about a movie is not being spoon-fed." Figuring it out is the best part. Figure it out. Have your own interpretations. Yeah. Like, you think I'm watching Rosemary's Baby, like, wanting the director to stop the movie to go, 
by the way, everyone in this movie is um, not going to be a good person. Yeah. Like, do you want me to do that? No. Yeah, I don't know. That that's its Sorry biggest. Sorry, I spoiled that movie for you. That's its biggest fault. I uh-huh. hope I didn't just give you a Rosemary's Baby spoiler. Oh, you're fine. But for them, they might be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um. So yeah, I don't like the story. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's the same story but worse. Same story but worse. I mean, it's the reason I'm not going in a deep recap. It's the same, except the daughter dies instead of Gage, which yeah. is a bad decision. It's dumb. It's so. It makes it a 2019 remake, not just a remake, because that's like the common thing. We got Annabelle. We got. It's got to be a little girl. We got to have. It's, I don't know. We got to have the scene where we got to have her explain why this, why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah. Like what I really wanted to happen, which I would have thought would have been amazing. It would have been different than the original. So, yeah, in this movie, the thing we're mad about. Is so basically the reason that Emmy says she's killing people or killing the family is to bring them to hell. Yeah. So they can like experience how bad it is because they say it doesn't exist or something. And they're like, and she's like, hey, mom, you're going to take you to hell. And I killed her. And I'm like, like, that's just rude. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I would have loved it if like the girl was like going crazy and she was like, like mom what is happening like mom I need you to lock me in the closet like that would have been it, it, it's so good it, I do like that she is a little bit self aware in this one like she knows she's kind of doing it and being crazy but not to but it's not in the right way she does, She like knows that she died but she doesn't know she's doing anything wrong yeah it, like when she's dancing this is so stupid <laughs> when she's dancing in the living room in the ballet scene yeah and and Lewis is like Ellie quit Ellie quit Ellie quit and she just throws stuff and she throws a picture that's why would a demon do that or whatever she is I don't know why Why? what's the point of that the demon's gonna like hit him with a throwing knife <laughs> <laughs> Naruto ninjutsu stars like. or like run at him or something but he's just like looking at her with these with this stupid look like, like what are you doing Ellie why are you doing that <laughs> I know, I know you're evil because the cat was evil when I did this, but why are you doing this? Hey, the cat looked evil anyway because it looked like I dumped it in grill glue. <laughs> yeah. God. And then you get to the ending. Oh, uh, the last third is so stupid. It's so the worst. The worst scene, can you give me the worst scene in this movie? There is a definitive answer. I need the worst scene in this movie. What do you think? I, I'll see if I agree. Worst scene in this entire movie. It's Okay, the Judd kill, you knew the Achilles was going to happen. Yeah. Except instead of going in, it, she goes in then out. It's it, at least it, different. It's cool because I, I I applaud that scene because I like it focuses on his on his Achilles just like on the original, and you expect him to be stabbed, but then he walks away and you're like, oh, that's weird. It's gonna be a new death. Two seconds later, though, he's stabbed while he's walking down the stairs. That's great. It's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. But that that scene it leads into the worst scene in the movie because. In the original Pet Cemetery, Judd is a good guy. The only reason Judd yes. dies okay. is because he shared the secret with Lewis. That yeah. makes me feel sorry for Judd. That makes me love Judd. Judd is a beautiful. Judd should be protected. They Judge try pro- to make him bad. Yeah, they make they make Judge bad. That's dumb. He he's a good, just genuine good guy. And and then Ellie's like, or well, it it turns into his wife's head, right? Yes. He, he's like. 
you did this to me, Lewis. But I, I, I think she's just talking about bringing him back, bringing her, him bringing her back. I don't necessarily. I think because she says something like that he killed his wife. Yeah, but that could that could have been to uh, where he buried her and she came back evil when he had to kill her, maybe. I but I, I'm not sure. But Either way, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I would don't just like the fact that Judge put a person in there. Yeah, but eh, I don't know. It's just they they kind of ruined Judd in this. Judd Crandall, he protect, he attack, but most importantly, he gets stabbed in the back. <laughs> yeah, fact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He he's not as charismatic. He he's just a strange kind of old man. I don't know. In the original, I want him to be a member of my family. Yeah, he's a in beast. This one, I, I don't want, want to talk to him. I want to hug him in the original. In this one, I'm like, I I, I pull my kid away fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and he's also just kind of a 2019 old man. Yeah, he he's annoying. He just drinks a lot and like does his thing and like falls asleep in a blanket while. While drinking. Lewis goes and buries the kid. Yeah. And, like, the kid dies in the same way. He gets hit by a car or a truck, you know. Except, like, the truck falls and, yeah. But the thing that kills me about this remake is that the first half I'm watching it and I'm like, like, Pet Cemetery 1 has clear problems. Clear problems. It's yeah. not perfect. And there are clear things that they should have fixed in the remake. And they did. But they changed things that shouldn't have been fixed. Yeah. I don't think they should have killed the girl. I think they should have kept Gage the one that died. I agree. I, I just feel like that's such a... It's been done to death lately that it should have been... You know what should have happened? Now, this is going to... Okay, so we need to touch on this. Hey, Rocky, how do you feel about the kids in the masks? I was just thinking that. That is so stupid. <laughs> that Why Why are they running around with Spirit Halloween masks on? <laughs> like, it looks like, it looks like they went to Spirit Halloween took a mask and stomped on it in the dirt and then said, put this on, kid. And then that's all they do. They just They're playing it. that stupid drum. I don't I don't care. It is not scary. It's been done. They only show up at that point. Yeah. It's and Ellie stupid. puts on one of the masks later. Like, yeah, and that's annoying too. What should have, what would have been cool, which they would not have done this in the remake. I'm not saying they're not smart enough to think of this, but they wouldn't have done it. They kill Gage. Let's just say that. Gage is the one that dies. Yeah. And the kid's from the cemetery help Gage like do what he needs to do mm-hmm. like they all lift him in a window they take him from when I said like all the little kids whose faces you never see like are the helpers of the cemetery that would have been awesome yeah if they're gonna go in a new direction go in a new direction completely go don't, don't just don't just change it to Ellie to make it worse yeah don't I just hate that Ellie's motivation is like I don't want the family to be with me I'm just like you spelled it out like stop mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, uh, she says something like, Mommy doesn't want me here, but I don't want her here either. Cringe. (laughs) Go to sleep, Ellie. God. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Like, you just get this, like, and then they go to the woods, and Ellie's fighting Lewis in the woods, and I'm just like, can this movie end, please? Yeah. Because I already knew, I'd heard the ending was stupid, and I was like, I hate that. I hate so much. Gage is sitting in the car. That's good. Yeah. And then his whole family walks out. They're all like zombies. Zombies. I hate too that she ki- she stabs him in the back like that. She, the, a, the wife like gets him with the pole when he's about to yes. kill Ellie. That's annoying. Because then you don't get the 
the beautiful satisfaction of like him finally defeating the evil. Yeah. It Which, just wins. Even then, I, I don't care that much. I just, I don't know. It's just annoying how it was done. I, I, I like... I like that he learns his lesson, kind of, but he doesn't really because he just dies instead of learning it and turns evil. He, he doesn't really get to be, like, completely live with his de- bad decision. What did they? What were they thinking when they remade this movie? They were thinking, let's, it, it did well. Let's, let's, let's make Pet Cemetery. Stephen King is hot. This is cool. But, <laughs> you, know, you know what? It did good because it retold the movie well. Mm-hmm. It it had throwbacks to the original, of course. Just like this movie had the Achilles, it has throwbacks. You know, clear scenes where you're like, I get that reference. Yeah. But then you get to the meat of it, and it's it's different. It's not. Yeah, it's not exactly the same. It, the clown is much different. Which, that's up for your interpretation if it's good or bad. I mean, it's not as good as Tim Curry's. No, but it's just like the know. thing they added in it that made it so good was the whole plot where they had to go in that house. Yeah. Like that was amazing. Nothing like that was even in the original. Yeah, it's cool. It's 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 neat that it's actually different. I actually am one of the few people that likes both chapters, one and two. I do too. I like them both. I, you do? I think they're both good. Not one's better than the other. I but. agree, but I still like two. Two has a lot of one thing I like that a lot of people don't, and I'll get this out of the way for future criticisms of movies. People are going to argue things in it, chapter two. Like, I don't like the fact that they brought the spider back and he had the spider legs. And I don't like the scene where the balloon is coming out of the pot. And I'm like, I like that because it's cool. Yeah. It's just it's just neat looking. We'll have to talk about that on an episode. We'll have to do it. Well, yeah, that should be our next thing. That would be fun. That'd be long. Yes. It'd be as long as Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. I'm doing both of them. <laughs> I'm here to tell about it. So for the it tangent, we'll talk about it at some point. But man, this movie is exhausting to watch. Like it, after I was, I was done, it gave me a headache. How did somebody watch a final cut of this and say that does the original justice? Maybe it's because they thought that now you know, people like seeing evil for the sake of evil, which is dumb. So it it has zero rewatchability. I watched it in the theaters, and I. You, you can see everything coming, but like you're kind of guessing, like you're kind of hoping they're going to be like doing something different. You like a, a movie with good rewatchability, even when you watch it the second time and know what's going to happen, it's still going to be like you're kind of guessing if it's going to come. Mm-hmm. This has already been laid out once. You or know what's happening. Like the things that happen you like so much that you can't wait for them to happen. Yes, I watched this the second for the second or third time yesterday. I could barely watch it. It was my first watch. Yeah, I could barely watch it, honestly. Like, <laughs> movies that I love, like like Food of Dreams, I've seen probably 15 times. Yeah. Every the, time I watch it, I can't wait for the next part. I'm just, like, ready to experience the scene again. There, there's no part where you're like, oh, this is going to be my favorite part. Watch this. You're, you're watching it with your friend. And you're like, oh, this is awesome. No, you're like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I would argue I don't even do that with the original Pet Cemetery, but... I just sit and watch it because, like, it's just an experience. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's still I have my favorite parts in it. I don't oh, have yeah. a single favorite part in this. My favorite part in that cemetery is just the atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I, I my just, favorite part in this was the end because I, it ended. I, I like the credits. I like the credits. <laughs> I like I like the credits, and I like the first half hour. Yeah, the camera it, work is really neat. L- l- let's go on to the characters. Okay. Or did we do the, we do the characters? 
Have we done? We've just been ranting for like ever. Yeah, we've been complaining. Oh, what do you think about the story of this thing? That's what we did. It, uh, I didn't like it. It takes away what's good. Yeah, what number? Since it's still the same story, but just worse, I'm going with like a six. I said six. I, I would give it worse if this was. I don't know. It, it's, it's it's similar enough to keep. It's a six. Yeah. Okay, characters. Uh, we just ranted about the characters, but uh, the mom is annoying again. Mom, the mom. I do like the scene where she's like, "Hug your daughter," because the mom doesn't like the fact the daughter's back. I like they didn't explore that a lot in the original, so I yeah. like that you get the mom kind of dealing with the fact the daughter's back, but it lasts like a minute. Um, I will say about every character in this movie, they are far better actors than the original. But none of them fit the role, if that makes sense. Like, you're not getting attached to them at all. Even the dad, he shows actual emotion in this movie, but I still prefer the original because I, there's just something about them. They, they don't organic. fit. Yeah, they, they don't fit at all. And, and One thing that, one argument I'll give, which, you know, about Judd, Fred Gwynn was kind of a comedic actor, and I thought that he fit the role because he had a char- charismatic nature. Yeah. John Lithgow, while he's a good actor, he didn't really have a charismatic edge, really. Yeah, no, he, he's just like a strange old man. I don't know. Good actor, of course, but in this, I just didn't think he fit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I feel like it was just like, let's cast an old man that's famous. None of the characters seem like they would actually be doing these things. I want the cut where Arnold Schwarzenegger is, Judd. Get to the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. The, the characters <laughs> really fall daughter, flat. Your daughter, come on, do it. The, the characters fall flat in this, which we just ranted about for like... Ellie's two. terrible. She's awful. Yeah, she sucks. When she's evil, it is like toddler evil. It's not like real evil. It's weird. It's like stupid evil. It's like, I'm going to smash a picture. <laughs> Good job, Ellie. <laughs> Three claps for Ellie. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, Zelda sucks. Zelda's terrible. She's like slimy. <laughs> it's weird. She's like, basically, here's the thing with Zelda in this movie. In the original, she's in more scenes in this than the original. She's yeah. in like two in the original. In this one, you get the cool scene where Rachel like becomes Zelda. That was neat. Yeah. I actually loved that. It's interesting. But then the rest of it is just anytime you see a cabinet or a dumb waiter, Zelda's gonna fall. It's like they use the same falling gag with Zelda like three times. Yeah. Get- it's like here's my example. You ever played like a really old like like a game on like the super a video game on like the Super Nintendo and you go to fight a boss and the boss has one move they do the whole time. Mm-hmm. And after they do it like three or four times, you, you know exactly how to it. kill them. Yeah. yeah. After she drops like three times, you're just, you see another dumb waiter and you're like, here we go. Like, and then open it. Zelda, like, I was watching this with my girlfriend and she was watching it and she's not the, she, Caitlin loves a good horror movie, but, you know, it was like 1 a.m. She's like, I'm not the biggest fan of jump scares. She's just a dumb waiter and she's like, something's going to pop out of there. And I said, Caitlin, it's just going to be Zelda falling for the 50th time. Yeah. Opened it, Zelda fell. Yeah, she, she doesn't carry the same, like, emphasis in this movie because she's shown more what's scary about a body fall without a dumb waiter nothing yeah I mean once maybe but not twice three times 
I don't know. And she just, I, I like how in the original she's like, she's like dry. I don't know. She's she just doesn't look human. And this one, she's like, you can see so much more like where she's all sweaty and I don't know. She, she seems more human. They didn't change Zelda enough. Yeah, they, they if they're gonna do her differently, more different. Like, could actually, you imagine if they made Zelda like the scariest looking thing you've ever seen? If they could do it right, yeah. Like they don't show her, and then like the one time they show her, it's like a monster, like just something nuts. Yeah, as long as it's not CGI, I'm down with it. Something you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's one thing the actual like effects in this movie are actually good when it's real things and not garbage yeah okay what do you give the characters in this movie Logan? I don't know cause they just missed their mark by just They're a little like a five Maybe a four. They just barely missed the mark that makes it so bad. Look, we know this is the worst of the three. No, I know. Yeah. But we still got to pick a number. I hate it so much, and I'm trying to defend it, but it's hard. <laughs> it is hard. What do you... Uh, and I, I, we really tried to give it a chance. Like, I'm the kind of guy that I don't hate remakes. If a remake no, I, exactly. Good, I love it. Like, like, The Fly is a remake, and it's my favorite horror film. Like, They're remaking Exorcist. I'm pumped. They're remaking The Exorcist? It's it's an, it's an idea that's floating around. Hot with, take. I am excited. I think The Exorcist is like a seven. I love it. <laughs> top top five ever. But, really? Yeah. But uh, I'm thinking three and a half. There's not a good character in this for me. I, I'm going to say five, but that's being generous. 4.25. <laughs> okay. Man, remaking The Exorcist. I mean, they remade Poltergeist. They're going to remake I didn't Exorcist. watch that. Me either. I want to. Kind I'm trying of. to. I'm trying to convince uh, a certain a certain special person in my life to review all those with me. My mom. Really? Mom loves that them. is the most her movie I've my ever. My mom heard. loves Poltergeist. She just my mother does not like horror movies, but she likes Poltergeist. Yeah, it's so odd. Mom, moms love that because my mom like, loves it. And too. she loves the Sixth Sense, and I'm like, <laughs> that's strange. But she's I like, like, I don't want to watch Halloween, but I'll watch the Sixth Sense, and I'm like, who are you? Now we're on to the cemetery. Oh, talk about it, Rocky. Trash. <laughs> it looks like the it looks like they went into like a Dollar Tree, Walmart or something and grabbed like all the cro- Halloween crosses they could and like crappy Halloween masks. And then for some reason the masks are just sitting on the crosses. What is that? That is so stupid. Why would the kids why would the kids leave their masks? That is so stupid. They you just saw them wearing them. Why are they there? And and there's like this fake It's like cobwebs. Green there's like a green screen in the background that looks terrible. You can see like they they got this stock footage of some stupid forest and just put it on there and then you like, don't even get like there's not even a cool aerial shot that shows like the burial part is there. Uh, I don't remember. In I, the original, there's like a really cool burial yeah. shot during the day where it shows like what the actual symbol on the ground looks like and it's amazing. Yeah, I, I can't remember if there is, but either way, I, I'm sure if there is, it looks terrible <laughs> because it's just everything looks so fake. They they it's clearly made like. In a studio. Clearly. And they took just like this stock forest footage and just darkened it and added a fog effect. And they were like, this is scary. 
It's just terrible. Like, what's the point? It's it doesn't look authentic at all. Like, it doesn't look like these country people made these crosses or these headstones or anything. It just doesn't look that great. And then when they do get up to the burial ground, they're they're like climbing these rocks that are very clearly fake, and there's like clearly fog machines everywhere surrounding them, and it just does not look. Why good. couldn't someone have remade this movie that was like, I love Pet Cemetery. Like example, have you seen the thing? John yeah, Cameron? amazing. That's a remake. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you seen the original? It's completely different. Mm-mm, no, in, in the best way. The original, it's like a person that's like an alien. Okay. And this one, they change it. Same thing with the fly. You know, in the original, the guy switches bodies with a fly and his heads on the. And the new one, it's like they morph together. Someone with a vision needed to take this movie and change it. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear the Suspiria remake does that. It changes it up completely. I want this movie to completely change Pet Cemetery and not make it the same except more 2019. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It takes like the moral conviction out of the movie too. I I feel like they're trying way too hard to make the the cemetery scary. It doesn't have to be like forced scary. The cemetery isn't scary. It's just like a yeah. symbol of balance. It's a re- it's a real cemetery that you would go like a I don't know, like a city Mm-hmm. Actual cemetery and the first for one, pets. It doesn't look scary. It doesn't have a fog yeah, machine. They're trying. Doesn't. They're trying way too. The hard. burial ground doesn't even look scary in the original. Yeah, like it just looks like an authentic thing that you find in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then this one, they're just trying way, way too hard on it. It could have been if they could have just made one in real woods and recorded it. Great, but they they missed that bad. <laughs> but the, but the weight it carries throughout the movie. It's not very much because the ending is all that really matters. Church helps more with. Yeah, church does more, but what what he does isn't that important. He I don't just think. Like sits there. Yeah, he, he'll just he hisses. He scratches, he, he scratches somebody. He does normal cat stuff, but sticky. <laughs> and then and then the final. He does normal cat stuff, <laughs> but sticky. That's the quote of the episode. <laughs> and they. I mean, the whole family turns into zombie things. That's a big thing, but you don't see anything it's about it. it. It's it's like ten minutes. I want a sequel to the remake where Gage, like, remember in Gremlins two? Have you seen Gremlins two? I think where Gizmo like puts on the Rambo costume for yeah. a little bit, and he's like shooting him with like, I want a sequel where Gage becomes like a Rambo as character and fights the family. Yeah, it, it it's pretty. I don't know they. I just I hate the scene. The ending is like the first one where it's like let's end on a you don't know what's gonna happen to it, but it's dumb. But what's the point if you're not? Gonna, I don't know. The, everything else has been spoon fed. Speed spoon feed us that. Yeah. Make it make it fit the theme. <laughs> fit the theme of no mystery. <laughs> and I don't know. It it's not good. What do you give it? Um, it doesn't do we anything. We can't save it now. It doesn't do anything. Hardly. Four, because it really does three. nothing. Three, wow! I hate it. You more than wow, dude. It's terrible. It is. I'm not. I'm not. Three point five. Let's talk about church. Doesn't do anything again. Doesn't even. I don't know. Just they got this purebred cat 
and just dipped it in a dumpster behind CVS and we're like, all right, this is it. Uh, sucks. <laughs> Doesn't do anything. What do you think? CVS. <laughs> I mean, you're. I'm trying to decide if I'm picking the original church over this one just because I like him better, but... I think he's better. The effect of the eyes is so cool. Yeah. And and also in the original church is like mean, but in this in the original it's almost like he's serving a purpose. Like he's mean. He does something. But in this one he's just like mean to be mean cuz I'm a cat. He's just a mischievous cat. No. In the original that. he's like guiding things. Yeah. 3 What do you think? Uh, two and a half. Two point seven five. Well, I think this one won. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think move over pet cemetery two. <laughs> Ew, this one with Lord Farquaad and it's amazing. Let's see. Let's see the score. Oh, I think I got it. I think it's sixteen point five. Right. Well, guys, pet cemetery remake one. Victory Royale. <laughs> With a uh, 16.5, <laughs> it trailed behind. Pet Cemetery 1 had a score of 29. Pet Cemetery 2, the winner, had a score of 30.625 or 40.6. 30.63. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we think. Pet Cemetery, the remake and the sequel are reheat or repeat. I think Pet Cemetery Two is a reheat. It repeats the formula. It makes it great. It's awesome. Pet Cemetery, the remake is literally a repeat. It's terrible. Yeah. It, the only things it does different camera are work. bad. Camera work are good. That's it. Yeah. The camera work and the acting is great. That's it. Acting's great. Just doesn't fit. It the the characters just aren't into it enough, I guess. I don't know. Why am I supposed it? to care about a little zombie girl that wants to drag her family to hell? That's stupid. She doesn't do anything. I don't know. Like do anything important. Stupid. She she twists the knife. I guess that's sinister. Good job. Again, <laughs> I I don't know what else to say to her, but good job. Uh, Epic moment. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm glad my favorite one, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're just happy about that. Yeah. All right, guys. Pessimentary 2 is the king. I know some of you fans of the OG might be like, Josh, you can't make a factual ruling. The second one's better. Listen, I've been tasked with naming the best sequels, and I had to do it. I would pay to watch the first two if the remake wasn't on a streaming service, it would not be watched. I bought it. Um... I regret it, but at least now I have all three in my collection. I even bought the Blu-ray with like the DVD and like the the digital because I thought it would be good. I, I guess I should throw in there. I'm not blind to my by nostalgia. The first one I watched was the remake before I'd seen anything, so I I, I left the theater mad. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's no way this this movie is anywhere close to the original." What if the original would have been worse than the remake? <laughs> I. Stephen King need to retire. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. 
I would tease next week, but at this point of recording, I don't even know what next week's episode is. But it'll come out soon. Schedule will be posted. Check that thing out. It'll have something cool. Uh, I know we're going to do, if you follow us on Instagram, Reheat or Repeat, we're still running a giveaway. Uh, check that out, please, at Reheat or Repeat on Instagram. When does when, that end? That ends, I think it ends Friday. Friday? Okay. We might extend it if enough people don't do it, but right now it's Friday. You can win three steelbooks if you just like the post and tag three people below it. Those would be Pet Cemetery, Trimmers, and the Adams Family. We're doing Trimmers and the Adams Family in like a month. Don't join so I can win. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky doesn't even like Trimmers. Don't let him do it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would I would recommend the original too. And try to stay away from the remake. At all costs. Yep. <laughs> it's 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 like a plague. Stay away. Yep. All right. Thank you, Rocky, for being on the show. Anytime. We'll talk about something good next time. Probably it or something. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. All right. See you guys later. We'll catch you next time on Reheat or Repeat. Give it a try. Give it a buy. Give it a review from one to five. Let's find.